Information shared on the following program is for general information purposes only. It does not constitute legal, tax, investment, or other advice, nor is it intended to recommend any particular investments, products, or financial instruments. Always seek advice from your financial advisor, attorney, or accountant with regard to investment, legal, or tax questions. Welcome to the only show in the country dedicated to helping savers worry less about money, the Worry-Free Retirement, with your host, Tony Walker. If you got it, you don't need it. If you need it, you don't got it. You don't get it, shame on you. Funny, funny, funny what money can do. Them that have it, get more of it. The less they need it, the more they love it. And it sticks to them like glue. Funny, funny, funny what money can do. I have three questions for you. Number one, how would you define money? In other words, to you, what is money? Question number two, what is the purpose of money? And finally, number three, how in the world can we live for the rest of our lives without running out of it? Well, welcome, folks, to the Worry for Retirement. I am that little man in the sweater vest, Tony Walker, and uh, with me, as always, in the studio here in our Louisville offices as we record this uh, show on September 4th, 2019, is America's favorite financial sidekick, Mr. Aaron Orander. Good morning, Aaron. Good morning, sir. How are you? Pretty heavy questions first thing in the morning, isn't it? I know. We're, yeah. starting, off, we're starting off heavy this morning. <laughs> I like it. Let's go. <laughs> so... Real quickly then, so, you know, we asked the audience this, Aaron, how would you define money? And you have to be succinct. What just comes to mind? First thing I think is money is something you earn, which is not yeah. always the case, but yeah. that's just that's the first thing that comes to my mind. That's interesting. That's actually a pretty good answer. Yeah, some people would say, what do you mean earn money? You what have mean to work for it? a living? Anyway. Okay, secondly, what's the purpose of money? Quickly, what comes to mind? To purchase goods. There you go. And finally... How in the world can we live the rest of our lives comfortably or confidently without the fear of running out of money? Save it. There you go. I guess you could save it. So we're going to talk about that, folks. On the Worry-Free Retirement, we're continuing our theme from the old hit Western back in the late 50s, early 60s, starring Steve McQueen, Wanted, Dead or Alive. And uh, the purpose of today's show is to talk about your money and how everybody would like to get their hands on it, whether you're dead or alive. And we, of course, are going to gain a little perspective today by answering these three questions, kind of the world according to Tony and what I've learned over the years in talking with so many savers. And a reminder, folks, you are listening to a show that's a little different than other shows out there. This is the only radio show in the country dedicated to helping savers worry less about money. So while a lot of shows are geared around investments and financial planning, that's not what we do. We are retirement planning specialists. Our specialty is helping the saver personality out there. Number one, we're going to help them answer this question. How do they define money? Number two, help them understand the purpose of money. And more importantly, number three, how in the world can they enjoy the rest of their retirement years without the fear of running out of money? So that first key question, what is money? And you might say, well, Tony, um, you know, money's kind of math, isn't it? Uh, in fact, Aaron, I, don't, I heard a guy on the radio the other day that's kind of a financial pundit of sorts, but he said, money is math and math is money. And I said, that's the farthest thing from the truth. He was trying to equate every financial decision you ever made, you had to base it on math. 
In other words, things had to add up. So, I mean, on the one hand, I mean, I saw where he was trying to go with it, and certainly we need to understand math and how numbers work. But my gosh, if we based our financial lives on math, uh, which is predictable, by the way, but on an unpredictable world, that doesn't even make sense. So, folks, math is not money, and money is not math. So what is money? So to me, money is just a commodity. It's something that represents a thing of value, and you exchange this money for something of tangible value. Um, so, for instance, you can't see this through the magic of radio, but see that, Aaron? Oh, you know, I can th- see This it. is mine. Oh, I can you see saw it. it. Oh, you saw it. <laughs> Aaron's been eyeing this. The whole, he's totally distracted. That's because I'm sitting here on my desk holding down my hot little hands a crisp $100 bill. Do you know who's on the $100 bill? Benjamin Franklin. Ooh. Look at you. That's pretty impressive. So you've seen one of these before. Yeah, I've seen a couple. I thought on your paltry salary here, you just fives and tens is all I was going to say, Abe Lincoln's my man, the $5 bill. (laughs) So, you know, and that's funny. I'm observing this $100 bill. Uh, On the left-hand side, people probably don't realize this. It actually says Federal Reserve Note. Did you know that's what it said on a dollar bill? What do you think of when you think of a note? It's like something extra you have to take in mind. Yeah, and also it's a loan, a okay. note. If I have a note on something, it's called a notes receivable. Like I've, I've loaned money to myself to buy this building for Tony Walker Financial. Well, my company owes me money. That's called a notes receivable. That's an asset of mine. So what this is reminding us is the government is backing this note. We call it a $100 bill because it has the number 100 and it's got Benjamin Franklin on there. But really, what does this represent? In other words... And let's, let's say today this $100 bill, Aaron, would buy, I'll just use the example of 50 Big Macs. Let's say a Big Mac is two bucks, right? Okay. In 10 years, how many Big Macs will this buy? You don't think it'll buy 50? Probably not 50. Why is that? Because inflation. Inflation. So this note, actually, this $100 bill gets worth less over time, not worth more, unless it's invested, of course. Of course, the banks are only paying 1%, so that's not even keeping up with inflation. So the point is, folks, I'm making a long story short, This $100 bill I hold in my hand is a commodity. And here's where we're kind of going with this today. If you don't eventually use this money and enjoy it, it actually becomes worth less. Not totally worthless. Although in, where was it, Argentina or one of these, Venezuela, I mean, their money's almost worthless. They've printed so much and inflation's hit and nobody's backing the dollar there. So all of a sudden you've got money. I, I was reading some accounts of the Civil War. You know, the Confederacy had their own currency. And they traded with it until the union won. And it's like, whoops, there goes the currency. Nobody wanted it. It became worth less. So not that our dollar bills are worthless, folks, but obviously, as Aaron just pointed out, because they're buying less and less, we know that they are worth less than they were this $100 bill printed maybe 20 years ago. I'm going to use an example of this. This is kind of a riddle. This is the, Hopefully this is a fun show, folks. We're just trying to have some fun talking about money. Uh, I'll, I'll give you some real goodies here that you can actually take to the bank in a, in a minute, but I'm really trying to get our arms wrapped around money because once you gain a different perspective on money, this has happened to me in my own walk, you begin to worry less about money. You begin to see money for what it is. Uh, you quit putting so much focus on the darn stuff. And the worry-free retirement where it's so different than other planning or advisors out of Wall Street who want you to just save and save and save and never use it, over my lifetime and watching all these savers mature and age and eventually die, quite frankly, I've realized you better use this stuff while you can. So the money used today is actually worth more than it'll be in the future, assuming you could, you know, don't make a lot of money on your money, which a lot of savers aren't right now. So here's the riddle. 
By the way, folks, if you want to see this live on TV or recorded, excuse me, we do a TV show and I'll be showing this on the TV show. You can watch past episodes of the Worry-Free Retirement TV show by going to the YouTube channel, typing in Tony Walker Financial, because this is a cool little demonstration. I'm going to put it on the whiteboard during the show. But here's how it works. Okay, here we go, Aaron. We're going to stay with this $100 bill. And I want, to, I want you to understand the flow of money and what happens to this $100 bill out of thin air. Are you with me? Okay. So I'm imagining that you come to me, you're, a, you're wanting to stay at my hotel. I own the hotel. And you walk in and you go, here's a $100 bill. Can you hold me a room? And I say, fine, I'll hold your room, Mr. Orender. And uh, you say, I'll be right back. I'm going to get me something to eat and I'll be right back. I say, fine. So I got the baker over here that just provided me some rolls and danishes from a little restaurant in the hotel. And guess what I owe him for his danishes? $100. 100 bucks. And I think, all right, there's my 100 So I hand it off to him. All right. So I got my debt paid. Are you with me? Right. Now the baker, he has a supplier that provides flour. He owes $100 to the baker. So he takes it to his supplier, gives the supplier who provided him the flour the $100. Now the supplier, the guy that delivers the flour, his truck has been acting up and he had recently had it worked on by a mechanic. Guess how much he owes the mechanic? I'm gonna say a hundred bucks. <laughs> he takes this hundred that he just got from the baker and takes it from the baker, from the flour provider, the distributor to the mechanic. The mechanic who gets this hundred dollar bill actually had recently stayed at the hotel and knew the hotel owner and forgot his money. So he owed the hotel owner $100. So he goes back to the hotel owner and says, oh, by the way, Jim, here's the $100 I owe you. And he goes, oh, great, thank you. So now everybody's been paid back, haven't they? But then all of a sudden, you come back in the hotel and I've got my $100 bill back, it's yours, and everybody's free and clear. And you go, at the last minute, you change your mind and you say, I want my money back, I'm not gonna stay here. So I give you back the $100 bill, who lost in that deal? It sounds to me like you did. <laughs> That's right. Everybody else got their stuff paid for and their things fixed. That's right. So, okay. folks, here's a lot of what's going on. Believe it or not, if you substitute yourself with those parties there, you are the hotel owner. The money is flying through your hands and it's going through everybody else's hands. And when it comes back to you, some of you are actually losing money with absolutely no guarantees whatsoever. So when we come back, I'm going to dive into this deeper. Hang in there. This may sound very confusing. Money can be very confusing, folks. We're going to try to make this simple and how to show you how to keep more of your hard-earned money, use and enjoy it, and not outlive it. You're listening to The Worry for Your Retirement. I'm Tony Walker. I'll be right back. Have you recently retired, been laid off, or offered a buyout? Has a company you work for recently moved or been acquired or closed its doors forever? Then take advantage of this opportunity to move your 401k to safer territory. Why continue to risk your hard-earned money when you don't have to? Let's meet in person today to discuss your retirement options. Log on to TonyWalkerFinancial.com to schedule your no-obligation appointment to meet with me in person. Do it today. And now it's time for Tony in the Trenches. Our Tony in the Trenches is an interesting question and it ties into our subject today, wanted, dead or alive, your money. And the theme has been everybody's after your money. And if you're not careful, if you're just now joining us, 
you're going to be like that hotel owner who all he gave, he paid everybody their money, but all of a sudden the money he thought he was going to keep went right back out of his hands. So kind of everybody made money on his money is the theme there. But anyway, here's our TNT. It says, Tony, I'm 62 years of age and have had some serious health issues. I feel like I don't have enough money to retire, but I also want to be, uh, I want to enjoy myself. And based on my health, I don't know how long I'll have to live. Now we're being serious here, folks. I had a gentleman in yesterday, Aaron, who literally has had three heart attacks. He's my age, I'm 59. And he's like, Tony, the last stint they wouldn't even put in because I can't remember, they were trying to put him on some medication. He didn't take his medication. He's got all this blockage, but the cardiologist was afraid to do the stint because he hadn't done his medication. I said, mm. man, that's, so, I mean, realistically, this guy's in very poor health. So I can relate to this when somebody says, hey, I don't know how long I'm gonna live. So he goes on to say, I wanna enjoy my money. Can you help me decide if now is the time to retire? And if so, make sure I don't run out of money in the future. So let me answer this question with another question for you. A lot of questions today. What right now, right, right at this very minute, Aaron, would you say if you thought of all the possessions you have as your most valuable possession? What comes to mind? My house. House, there you go. What else? Oh, cars. Cars. What else would you think? We're, this is a retirement planning show. What do you think a lot of people would say? I know you're a little young for this. Well, yeah, my 401k. Yeah, my, 401k. Yeah. The retirement savings. Yeah. Job. Your job is pretty important to you, right? I mean, yeah. that's where you're making your money. But yeah. I mean, so everybody, if you name, so everybody's probably naming something. Most people listening to this show, if they're over 55, would probably say they're 401k. None of those are actually correct, although they're all important assets. Your most valuable asset, folks, is your time. Now, it's interesting. We also have our technical director in here working uh, with us, uh, Megan Murphy. So between Aaron, Megan, and myself, Tony Walker, there's three of us in here. We all have different assets as far as property and tangible goods and money. This I'm the only one in here that has a $100 bill. Do you have a $100 bill on you, Megan? You do? Ooh. <laughs> Look at Oh, oh, there okay. he goes. There so she go. bought something and yeah. That's cool. But but basically, we all have the same amount of time. Each of us, you listening to this show right now, Lord willing, we don't die today, we all have 24 hours a day. So that is our asset. And what you do with that time and what you do with that money during your time is really crucial to understanding your money. So what we want to do is enjoy our money now. We, obviously, we don't want to run out of it. We can show you how to do that and we'll talk about that in a minute. We want to enjoy it now versus later. Now, when I'm talking about later, I'm talking about when you get in your 70s and 80s, because folks, here's what I've learned from doing this for so long. I've literally met, I could document this, by the way. I have met in person with over 15,000 savers. We have over 2,200 clients. Uh, I have personally overseen 4,000 written game plan so I know the life of a saver and I'm going to tell you here's what's going to happen if you're not careful you're going to wait too long to enjoy your money let me let me repeat that the goal of somebody that is a retirement planning specialist here's the balance you have to have and they better have expertise to do this so you just can't take somebody at their word for this this is why it's so important to check people's credentials out not their credentials with insurance or financial planning but credentials with their retirement planning who have they trained under? What has been their experience? What are their credentials academically? So this retirement specialist had better help you figure out a time that you can use and enjoy the money. Remember before the money becomes worth less. And at the same time, make sure you don't run out of money. 
So again, folks, this is why we say the financial world wants your money dead or alive. They really don't care if you don't spend your money. In fact, quite frankly, they'd rather you not. And let's face it, let's take somebody uh, uh, recently, uh, Aaron, I'm pointing Aaron all the time because I think you're probably curious about some of these people come in the office. You see people flood in here oh, all day. absolutely. I mean, we had probably 18 appointments yesterday. Oh, that was kind of not funny, funny. Our air went out downstairs in our building in Louisville. So we have two units. So the air conditioning was working upstairs. And you got to see people coming upstairs. You never see all these people. Yeah, that's people. right. I, I saw more people yesterday <laughs> than I've seen in three months. <laughs> They're like, and I've said, hey, go on down, look at the studio. They, had, they got a kick out of that, actually. But, but the point is, as they were coming up here, you know, what I'm doing is I'm meeting with these people face to face, all right, and getting to know their situations. And what's interesting, Aaron, if you were to sit in on those conversations, the majority of what we're talking about is trying to use the money during the period of time where they know you can enjoy it. Another gentleman I had come in last night, he had, he's had to have brain surgery, literally. He's only 68. His balance was off. He came up these steps. I was a little nervous. I said, sir, we can meet downstairs. He goes, I can make it up fine. He really struggled getting up there. Perfectly healthy two years ago. He's had some brain issues. Uh, where is it with the brain swelling, cephalitis or something like that? But anyway, bad shape. I mean, so you never know, folks. So again, we have to have the balance between using and enjoying the money now. And at the same time, as we get older, we, wanna, we don't want to make sure, we want to make sure, excuse me, that we don't run out. That's interesting, a bill that was before Congress that did pass uh, Congress, it's off to the Senate. Then this, this is going to sound like an oxymoron. So you're saying, Tony, if you're going to use and enjoy it, uh, but don't have to pay taxes on these 401ks and IRAs, that's true. And here's proof that the government actually does not want you spending it yet. They're going to extend the required minimum distribution age from age 70 and a half to 72. Now, why might they do that? That's a strange thing when you think about it because you would think the government wants you to take that money out since it's all fully taxable. Why wouldn't they want it now? And I think the reason they don't want to do it now is because the tax rates were lowered so low recently, they're scheduled to go back up in 2026, or at least the law uh, has to be amended or uh, they'll, they'll end up increasing them. They're not going to keep them this low, folks. So. What's happening is I think the government says, hey, wait a minute, we don't want them taking this money out at these lower rates. Let's put, have them put it off because most people will put it off. Most people don't know when to take money out because they're afraid they'll run out. So they'll fall into this deal of we'll put it off. And then as they take it out later, my humble opinion and prediction is it's going to be taxed at a higher rate. So folks, it makes no sense. If you're, regardless of whether you're 60 or 80, we need to sit down and talk and review your situation. If you don't have a game plan to one, use and enjoy your money, that's not good. And then two, make sure you don't run out of money. We've got a problem. You've got a problem. I don't have a problem. I'm just here to point out the problems and provide the solutions. Remember, the financial institutions do not want you spending the money. That's how they make fees on the money. Uh, I was able to save, uh, yesterday I met with a gentleman, able to save him over $1,200 per year in fees. Now, this account was only about a $140,000 account, uh, but they were charging 1.5%. I pointed that out to him. We're charging six-tenths of 1% with our Charles Schwab platform. I mean, why in the world would you pay all those fees if you don't have to? So that's another thing, folks. If you'd like us to review your statements, review your fees, uh, look at your investments right now. Good time to review your investments just to see if it's time to take some winnings off the table. We've had a great run in the stock market the last four years. Again, that's your money, but just like that $100 bill we talked about, that is on paper. If the market crashes, your $300,000 account or whatever's sitting in that 401k 
is going to go down like a time bomb. So it's not, that money is not guaranteed. It's only on paper. And again, until you convert that money to cash and use it, basically you have worth less money. Over time, worth less. We're not saying worthless, worth less, okay? All right, so we're, we're coming into our last segment here in the essence of time. What I'm going to do is set the stage what we'll do when we come back. So we've tried to hopefully, let's go back to these original questions there. Let me get my cheat notes out of here. So the first one is, what is money or how would you define it? The second thing is, what is the purpose of money? And finally, how in the world are we going to live the rest of our lives without the fear of running out of money? So we personally, Tony Walker is defining money as a medium of exchange. It's just a commodity. You exchange it for goods and services. And we've talked about this. Over time, it becomes worth less due to the effects of inflation. Then we have the purpose of money. Money's purpose was created by the government to provide a means that at least of that $100 bill, I know what that means, right? And if you walk into that McDonald's and get you know, 50 Big Macs, we know what that means. It's not arbitrary. Now they could raise the prices or whatever, or the value goes down, but the government has given us an opportunity to use this currency so that we're all on the same page, which is a good thing. Now, coming back, so that, that's all well and good, Tony, but I need real world stuff. How do I use and enjoy this money and not run out of it? We're gonna show you how to use that money, keep the financial wolves at bay, and never run out of money. You're listening to The Worry for Retirement. I'm Tony Walker. I'll be right back. Are you retired or retiring soon? Can you afford for your money to take a hit with the stock market being so volatile these days? Nobody can time the market, but having a retirement game plan with Tony Walker Financial gives you peace of mind and sleep insurance. Learn how to prevent losses in your retirement accounts and plan your retirement around an income you can never outlive. Log on to TonyWalkerFinancial.com today to schedule a personal meeting with Tony to secure your hard-earned money. That's TonyWalkerFinancial.com. Welcome back to the Worry-Free Retirement. If you're like me and agree that money is worth less over time, or it's certainly worth less until it's converted to cash and used and enjoyed, so the question is, how do we use and enjoy this money so it won't become worth less over time? And at the same time, not run out of it. A great question and something Wall Street, your 401k, cannot guarantee you, but we can. And the answer, hopefully if you listen to this show very much, you'll know it's my granddad's beloved mailbox money. So what is mailbox money? How does mailbox money provide us that guaranteed income we can never outlive so that we can make sense of money so we can use and enjoy it, again, without the fear of running out? Well, basically... Here's how you have to remember mailbox money. There are three types of mailbox money. There are pensions, uh, not many pensions left out there. My granddad retired in 78 from Belt South. He had a pension, and a pension really is just an annuity. That's all it is. A what? So before we get into pensions, let's define annuities. Um, Webster's defines annuities this way. It's very simple. It is a sum of money payable yearly or at regular intervals. So annuities are issued by insurance companies. That's the only entity that can issue insurance is annuities. So you have pensions, which are annuities. That's the first form of mailbox money. Social security, those are the payments you'll get assuming you've paid into the social security system. That's 
an annuity, basically, because it, 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 it meets the definition there in Webster's, in regular intervals, right, for the rest of your life. And then finally, private insurance companies who are charged with the contractual obligation that when you give them your money, they are going to promise that they're going to pay you that income for as long as you live and or your partner, or for a certain period of time. It's, uh, that's what it means by regular intervals. So, by the way, um, we haven't done a giveaway in a while, have we, Aaron? No, it's been a All few right. weeks. You know, a couple weeks ago, we gave away 25 free copies of my first book, The Worry-Free Retirement, and that went over great. We gave those things away quick. So what we're going to do, if you go to TonyWalkerFinancial.com on the website there, we're going to give away 25 free copies of a hardcover book that I wrote several years ago called Don't Follow the Herd. So the first 25 people that go to the site at TonyWalkerFinancial.com would they need to go to downloads, or will Trey, you think, put a link on there? Do you remember how you did that? Uh, it's it's you type in giveaways. Oh, giveaways. That's yeah. right. So when you go to the search bar on the homepage, just type in giveaways, and that'll take you to an area. Again, we never sell your emails. We do need some basic information. Uh, those stay confidential. We're not going to show up at your doorstep, you know, driving you crazy if you order one of these. We're just going to drop you one in the mail. It's called Don't Follow the Herd. It talks a lot about other people's money. Talks about how the financial world's after our money. And of course, it does a good job of talking about mailbox money. So as we look at this, let's talk about the four types of annuities. Because if you're going to look at a private annuity through somebody like us, incidentally, uh, we've talked about this before, but if you ever, I've got several dinner seminar invitations that I even get. See, I'm over 55. So folks, once you hit 55, your name goes in a database. You're going to get bombarded from people wanting to roll your 401ks over to usually annuities. That, and the reason I know that, if you look at a dinner seminar invitation, again, if you're over 55, you've seen these, if you see anything that says the following, how to not outlive your money, or how to protect your money from market losses, they are going to be talking at that workshop about annuities. So you might as well learn something about annuities, and you might as well meet with somebody who's done about as many of these in the whole country. Uh, in fact, as of today, we've done uh, about 2,200 annuities totaling in excess of $350 million in premiums. Um, last year alone, I did, uh, in the fiscal year from July 1st through June 30th of this past year, almost $48 million of annuity premiums. Folks, we know annuities very well. So the idea is if you're going to use and enjoy your money and protect it, there's a lot more to retirement, folks, than just taking your money, slapping it in an annuity, or throwing it over in a brokerage account and calling that retirement planning. You need a retirement planning game plan. So how do we do that? Well, with a game plan, what we're going to do, we're going to sit down and simply review your situation. This is what Aaron and I were talking about. You'll be talking to me by phone, in person, or if we need to meet face-to-face, -face, we'll certainly make that happen. But we have to meet and go through your initial information. If you have current annuities, bring those to the meeting. Uh, if you've been thinking about an annuity or you need additional information, Write down your questions, come to the meeting. But what we're going to do is take you through an analysis. That's what the Worry for Retirement is all about. It's a five-step process that allows you to be in a better position to make good decisions. Um, here, here's what I found, Aaron. Um, this dawned on me a couple months ago. I was talking to somebody, and they kept talking about how they felt disorganized. Then we went through the process. They ended up becoming clients, and they, they got their final binder. And they said, I have never been this organized in my life. They use that again. And I said, so why is that so important to you to be so organized? And this person is a single female said, 
so I know what I got, and here's what I thought the key. And so I can tell my kids what I got. Yeah. So we had talked about, since she's single, what's going to happen to your stuff when you die? She had no game plan. She had no will. We get out, we're getting all that taken care of for her. And she's like, I just feel so much more in control of my future. So, folks, the way you make decisions on financial products, you don't go out and uh, have a complete stranger buy you a $50 stake and then slap you in an, an investment. You have to go through somebody, a retirement planning specialist, meet with them in person, and first get a retirement game plan. You don't invest in the annuity or the investment account and then figure out what you're going to do. That's, that's not smart. That's not wise at all. So what we do, what we would rather do is take the approach, meet with you in person, get the game plan in order, and then I think you're going to feel like you're more organized and more controlled and in a position to make a better buying decision from us. So take advantage of our expertise in the world of annuities and mailbox money and retirement planning. Log on now to TonyWalkerFinancial.com. Once there, just click on that Let's Get Started button and we'll make that happen very soon. Don't forget about our free offer, the first 25 people that go to TonyWalkerFinancial.com. We'll get a free autographed copy of the book, Don't Follow the Herd. When you get to Tony Walker Financial, just go into the search bar and type in giveaways. All of your information will be held in strict confidence. Well, I hope you've enjoyed part three, Wanted Dead or Alive, Your Money. Next week, we'll be into part four of the Wanted Dead or Alive, Your Retirement. You'll want to catch that. But you remember, between now and next week, if all else fails, you be worry-free. Make it a good one. If you got it, you don't need it. If you need it, you don't got it. You don't get it. Shame on you. Funny, funny, funny what money can do.